Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And we are underway with the Super Rugby League from Rainbow Bay to Rainbow Beach to the Switch and everything in between. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. Have a funny day. Go and have fun now. Your new local. You can love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Back for another week. You know it's us because you've subscribed to the podcast feed. So that's why you get us. That's why you get us. Yeah, shouldn't be surprised that we're back for another week. I um, just got some exciting news on Brisbane time. Sorry, Dobbo. Um, they put looking at putting a tunnel in. You know how we were talking the other day about how if want... we could if they we could get a vote from the premiers that are coming yes. in. Yes, they're going to put a tunnel in in that road. They heard me. Where you wanted it? Yeah, this not is... the bridge, it's... the tunnel. It's going to be a tunnel. You from, suggested an overpass. Do you think yeah, it's because of you, Jones? Like, They've it's going to go underpass. from Castledine to Kedron, and it's going to avoid all of that. Do you think it's because of you, potentially? I think it's me. I think you, yeah. we need to. Anyway, we might she's explore a, She's further. an influencer. Yeah. Always has been, always will be. Yeah. I'm an influenza, but anyway. Mm. Can I just on. say, uh, I want to put an apology out. I might have overstepped the mark last week uh, when I potentially called my father-in-law a cheat in mm. golf when I was playing with him last week. Yep. I'd just like to retract all Ooh, those comments. Something um, happened, didn't it? I may have been <laughs> questioned about some of the wording and, as you say, Liam, tone uh, and mate, how I deliver things. You are you are a wonderful person who has a serious tone problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Amity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Your delivery is not great. Yeah, well, I don't know any other way. Um, well, I mean, the like, people who know it's me like know I'm like a bullet between the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I say nice things, <laughs> I G- love you. <laughs> Gee, you look lovely today. <laughs> Did Vern get upset? Well, I, it wasn't Vern. It was his group of posses, his two daughters, oh, who um, you know, like, you know, like who who are protective of him. What I have to respect about this, though, Dobbo, is you know when um, newspapers get something wrong. Yep, and it's normally the the first thing they went with was. Big headline front Apologies, page. Apologies, yeah. And then when they do an apology, it's a tiny thing. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. I love that Dobbo's brought this apology to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it won't be going on mainstream. <laughs> wouldn't, no. wouldn't do it on air. <laughs> no. hey. Podcast uh, up, I'll say whatever you like. <laughs> anyway, I hope you have a bad uh, golf today, Vern. <laughs> Lisa Jones, you were involved in some of Australian sports' greatest ever moments. Yes, I was also involved in some of the worst times Exactly. In sport. Well, I think you can add another one to the list. Oh. The no. hiring of Eddie Jones as the Wallabies manager this year, as the Wallabies coach, has got to go down as one of the biggest Uncle mistakes Eddie. made in Australian sport. It has been a complete balls up, and over the weekend, it's officially over. He's officially gone, resigned. I question the word resigned. I wonder whether he was pushed. Yep. But it's not for us to speculate. Let's bring in a man who actually pulled on the Wallabies gold and can talk about it with some authority, the one and only Lottie Takiri. How are you, Lottie? Hey, guys. How are you? All right. LT, um... Yeah, I mean, you played 69 tests, 67 tests for your country. Um, I like have, that number, do you, Dobbo? Yeah, I do, mate. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen rugby in a worse state? Your kids play it. You, you, yes. You, you, you absolutely, um, you know, live and breathe rugby with with your boys. You've been there. Have you ever yes. seen rugby in it's bad? No, nah, it, it is pretty bad, mate. And have we hit the bottom yet? Uh, I don't know. You know, there's only one way up. Um, it was a bit of a train wreck, this whole Eddie saga. Sadly, I like Eddie, uh, but he, you know, he, he failed to win any game against any tier one team. 
won, winning two games um, out of eight or nine, was it, mate, against Portugal and who else did they beat? Georgia. Yeah, um, yeah it's been an absolute debacle for him um, and Rugby Australia and the way it all came about. Rugby is on its knees, mate, and it needs something. And, you know, where do we go from here? I, I think we start, hopefully, with a with another Aussie coach, I think, um, you know, I, I Stephen, Stephen Larkin. Larkin. Yeah, that's yep. all the talk, mate. Stephen Larkin's going to get the gig. Is he the right bloke? Yeah, well, I'm a bit biased. I played with Bernie uh, when I played for the Wallabies, and um, he's done his apprenticeship. He's gone overseas, uh, and he's come back, and he's had a, a little bit of success with the Brumbies, uh, and I think he is the right man for the job. Um, but there are plenty of assistants as well that, um, that can come in there and do a job as well. Lottie, would they be a little bit trepidant to walk into a role like this that is in a bit of a mess? I mean, that's a lot of cleaning up to do before you can even start looking at getting any success with the Wallabies. Yeah, that's true. That's true, Liesl. I think um, I think someone like Stephen can sort of come in because he knows the landscape at the moment and he knows we're at a place where we need to rebuild. And to be fair, we just aren't good enough and we weren't. We didn't even look like being good enough um, in the pool stages of, of the World Cup. Um, and I don't think we're going to be good enough for the next 12 to 18 months, to be fair. Uh, and, and that's just where we are. And if we can get used to that um, and know that's where we're starting. Uh, and I think the public's got to get used to it as well. We we aren't the force we used to be. Why is um, that? Why, why Lottie? Are we losing the kids to rugby league? Uh, there was an article, Eddie Jones, um, saying they're going to AFL and rugby league. How do we keep the best? Because if you look at schoolboy rugby union, it's the elite. Yeah. But how do we keep those kids from leaving rugby union and heading to rugby league? Yeah, well, I, I think those – I think they're trying at the moment. I think those elite playing levels when they're young – uh, they need to they need to happen, and I think they've just started to do that. I think the under 16s and under 19s uh, sort of Super Rugby competitions that have started within the Australian teams anyway. Yeah, I think you got to start that level there, and you've just got to raise the expectations of, of play. I think you, you watch some of those games now. Um, the, the quality of the footy just isn't up to what I guess the schoolboy New Zealand standard is and we need to sort of get up there and get up there quick Lottie when you made the switch from league to union uh, back was in what 2003 the Wallabies were were on a pedestal they were the gold standard of Australian national sporting sides if if you were made that offer today would you would you go would you cross to the Wallabies as they are now oh if I'm being honest probably not um you know, uh, Joseph Saw is is he's, he's going to make that um, jump, jump in, in in the next 12, 12 months. Uh, he's probably thinking, "What have I done?" Mm. Um, I'm not going to lie that the money is and will be to get guys over there has to be big. But do you do that? I, I think for for the rugby Australia to go forward, I, I think you've got to nurture, the, put the money into the into the systems, into the into the way we handle our players. We need to get that caliber of player up um, and we just don't we're just not good enough um, as a whole I think we have one or two or three good players and then the rest aren't uh, aren't up to the, up to that level we've just got to get that up if your old mate Stephen Larkham gets the job and he picks up the phone <laughs> and says I need I need you in my camp LT I need you there helping me get yeah. this this game back to where it deserves to be do you go do you take the job nope. 
I'll be there for uh, for Bernie. I don't know about Barney. Barney's his alter ego. So. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to try and get Barney on the show one of yeah. these days. Uh, Lottie Takiri, one of the great dual internationals, and always a pleasure to have you on the Rush Hour. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Cheers, guys. We woke up to some incredibly sad news over the weekend that Friends star Matthew Perry had passed away at the age yeah. of 54 at his L.A. home. Played some pickleball for a couple of hours in the morning uh, and then his assistant went away and unfortunately passed away. It was incredibly sad. We know his story was very checkered. He had a very long history Mm. of drug addiction, alcohol addiction, had been in and out of rehab many, many, many times. Um, And there's there's going to be a lot of speculation about how he passed, but it, it was incredibly sad. Not being a huge Friends fan myself, mm. I didn't watch the show a lot. I, I dropped in and out of it, you know, when you watch it here and there. And, and yeah. it's a nice warming show that you can always enjoy. But Matthew Perry, I think, was probably most people's favourite character. Chandler Bing it was. It was an iconic show. Oh, like, this, I liked it, was it a lot. Huge. Like, of all of them, I, I mean, part of me because Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox Stunning. were smoking. Yeah. Yeah, Amazing. And, you know, and like... We've gone back, Anne was a massive fan of it, so over the last couple of years we've gone back and they had this friend reunion last mm-hmm. year and we watched that. That's and when like you got go 50 back, million views or yeah, something, you, that reunion. Yeah, you know, like it was a it was a good show. It was beyond its they, years. They were, I was reading a bit about it today because it's everywhere. It's a huge story. This guy, 54 years of age, he's passed away. They made history with the collective bargaining agreement that the six of them agreed mm-hmm. to. Essentially, yeah. they negotiated as a group and got uh, in by yeah. season, they're getting a million dollars an episode. Yeah, They're massive. An they made episode. a lot of money, yeah. and, and, and the royalties so. they get yeah. as well for the replays. So yeah. it was incredibly sad, but it made me think about oh, some of the things that I have in my house. I thought I've actually bought a Friends Monopoly board. Friends Monopoly. <laughs> I'm not even a massive fan of Friends. You've got a Friends Monopoly board. I, and I don't. I've never played Monopoly. So it's still in the box. You've bought merch. I've got merch. I've I, got I Friends even, merch. You I know, didn't know they did an, a, a special I think edition Friends. Cotton On did it, and that's where I bought it because my friend Alice is a huge Friends fan. She loves Friends, and I had the intention that maybe we would play Monopoly one day. But it's still in the box and it's still in the plastic. And now I think now that Matthew Perry is sadly passed, maybe that box of Monopoly is worth a bit of a play. <laughs> Are you going to re-gift it? Put it back no, on eBay? No, re-gift it. it. Yeah. Uh, hold yeah. on. Be auction it Wait off, for the rest no. of them to Put it on eBay. Oh, oh, no. No, we that don't is, wish that, that upon anyone. It might be a collector's so, item at some point. At I'm, some point, it could be a collector's item. I'm so not a merch person, but oh. I do have a Jurassic Park shirt that I don't wear outside. So that's unopened at home, it's the Monopoly unopened. Friends. Yeah, yeah. It's I've got to find it. It's in my so garage somewhere. I, I get the merch buying TV Are you a merch. merch person? Well, I, I never was. I never was, but when Yellowstone came along... I've got a Yellowstone oh, Ranch t shirt oh, no. and I've got a trucker's cap. <gasps> Mate, I'm Rip Wheeler. Um, so I was very much in the Yellowstone. Mer- I-, I had never before it, but I am. Um, I- I've got to say, I, I'm I am. Embarrassed. You, I-, I was going to say. <laughs> Why would you... you be embarrassed? Yellowstone <laughs> is one of the greatest of all time. You need to grow up. Come on. <laughs> you need to grow Rip up. Rip Wheeler, don't talk to Rip Wheeler. TV like merch. Is is dregs? Like, <gasps> I, I don't have a problem. Sporting Are you merch, serious? go for your life. Really? Sporting merch, go for, music merch. You say that to my wife, go who's got left. Sex in the City towels. She needs to grow up as well. <laughs> this is you like TV you merch. You don't is... buy t- when TV shows start shelling merch. 
it's the sign that they've lost their soul. Like, all, the, all the good shows don't make merch. Yes, they do. All, the Yellowstone, best shows do. Number one rating show you, of all time. I don't time. think you should be. But maybe the best people don't buy it. That's more to the point. I don't. I don't, I don't. The I don't best shows make it. But yeah, Lisa, I disagree with you on this. <laughs> you, you, I am more than comfortable wearing a Yellowstone Ranch trucker's cap and just the, I've got the brand like on a T-shirt. You shouldn't be. Why? Because it's embarrassing. Because oh, right. you're a 51-year-old You're a fifty-one year old man. Wind that back for you. I'm 47. You're a 51-year-old man wearing idiot. television clothes. <laughs> <laughs> television clothes. Uh, Look, one triple three five three. I don't think I'm on my own with TV merch. I think there I are people are. out there. Oh, there's a lot of people I know would have bought Yellowstone shirt. I, I can tell you now, TV merch is a thing right. and people buy it. One triple three five three. What's the TV show and what's the merch? <laughs> it doesn't have to be clothing only. Lisa's got board games. It's not a monopoly game from friends. I'd love to know if anyone's got a toaster. And you call oh. me a loser. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Nigel from Yarra Bilba. Hello. Hey, team. How are we going? Good. Got some TV merch? Well, I do. I've got a few pieces. My biggest piece, though, I have the Simpsons house in Lego that I've built. <gasps> So, what? Yeah, so a few years ago, Lego brought out the Simpsons house that you can build, and I, I got that for myself. Uh, it took me three days to build. So No way. Okay, I'm on board with yeah. Lego. That's Are cool. You? Oh, that's that's merch, board, mate. Yeah, that but, is merch. But Nigel's not wearing that out and about. No, but he's sitting what? at home isolating himself from the rest of society to put a, a <laughs> Simpsons <laughs> thing together. <laughs> Work it out. I, I do have... I do have a Big Bang Theory T-shirt, and okay. I have his, I have his, I have Sheldon's clothes folder as well. Come on, oh, okay. Come on there you go. Starting, be, starting be better, to, Nigel. We're starting to profile be Nigel. Be better, Nigel. Um, Ryan from Kedron, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? All right. Give us your merch, brother. Mate, I actually work in uh, the printing industry, so I do uh, printing for apparel like your T-shirts, your hats, your hoodies, that sort of stuff. What's the most popular and, um, show you print? I, you know, it depends on seasons. Like if we have a new season of a show come out, like, you know, your Yellowstones, your Walking Dead, that sort of stuff, we'll get uh, inundated with orders um, for those sort of apparel items. Um, but, yeah, Yellowstone is definitely one of the top ones. So, Thank you. Yeah, Look, 100%. Can we have um, Rick Wheeler on, uh, on just his face on Dobbo shirt? A lot of triple XLs yeah, being printed. We get, we get plenty of those. <laughs> It's not a triple, you idiot. I mean, you've started the you've show poorly. He really has. He started poorly on a Monday. Yeah, you've been rude. Yeah, he's you know, like, being rude. This yeah. is Ryan. I love that we've got you on to give us some insight into this. You say it's a bit seasonal depending on what can you remember in your time in the TV show merch printing industry? What was the one that just went nuts? Uh, I, reckon, I reckon Yellowstone. I reckon that's probably one of the biggest ones Whoa. we've had. It's been huge. Yep, yep. Like the numbers right. speak for themselves. Okay, Paul. Thank you, Ryan. Absolutely. Paul from the Gold Coast, have you got some TV merch? Yeah, we've got a um, – we have to go to a party of it. This goes back away. Oh, it's um, – Dorbe might be across this, but it used, used to be a show called Countdown. Oh, yeah, Molly Meldrum we, we, hosted it. We, that's it. Yeah, we went to this party the other night. And we, all, we got these Countdown T-shirts. We ordered them on. Everyone loved them. They were great. See, I would insist that Countdown is music merch. It's a TV I think it's music merch. Oh, I like that. Thank You're you, Paul. Right. Troy from Burpengary. You got any mate, TV merch? Mate, I have. I've got a, I've got a big rubber stubby cooler. Oh, <laughs> oh no. When I used to work on the show down there on the Gold Coast. What year, oh, you mate? worked what on year? it. Was that it helps. early? Yeah, it was very early, yeah. And I've also got uh, 
Turn it up, fat man. Um, oh, footy show. From, from footy the footy show. Hey, oh, Troy, amazing. can you answer a question? Someone, we were talking about the original Big Brother house uh, at Dreamworld the other day. Is it true it burnt down? Yeah, some um, kids broke into it and burnt it down. Oh. And they got that arson. Yeah. There you go. Imagine hmm. if that had happened on the show. Oh, <laughs> I was just saying, it would have ratings. Oh, Tracy from Cool and Gatter, have you got some TV merch? I've got a Humphrey Bear that I bought for my son 38 years ago oh. that still plays the music. No way, that's amazing. Yeah, look, I just pulled it out actually. Listen. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so innocent and I cute. That's merch. I love that's merch. that. Yeah. But Humphrey Bear is yeah. a let's, classic. Let's, let's see if your T-shirt's still together in 38 years. <laughs> True. Rip no. Wheeler's face like shrinks. <laughs> and... <laughs> Don't speak about Rip badly, please. Here it is. I want your honest opinion. Everyone's favourite game. Take it away, Dobbo. Do you guys think I'm being unreasonable? Yes. I'm, re- <laughs> I'm really looking with some support on this. Um, and I am furious. Uh, with the local movie cinemas in Ipswich. Oh, no. Am I allowed to name them? Go for it. Limelight movie cinemas. There's and probably only one cinema in there. Well, there's going to be more because they're building one in the mall. But oh, nice. at the moment at Riverlink, there is Limelight movie cinemas, and they are normally 10 out of 10. It was your popcorn stale. No, it wasn't. Was I it chalk my, top? Not enough no, chalk? No, no, no. I'm not even worried about any of that. I can Bathroom's overlook all those things. No, I can look oh. overlook it. I took my five-year-old beautiful Ella Daisy to Paw Patrol yesterday. Great show. Paw Patrol was, was one for the ages. Um, be there on the double. Could, yeah. And, um, Oscar worthy? Yeah, yeah, it could be Oscar worthy. They had special powers. Um, <laughs> they had the little crystals. and oh. Anyway, wasn't aware of Paw Patrol. But anyway, we went to the 10 past 10 uh, viewing. There was one at 12.10, 10 past 10. So when I look at 10 past 10, we'll get there 10 minutes early. You get your ticket. We're in there 5 past 10. Curtains open up. You might get a trailer. Love trailers. And then we're on the go. We're we're on the go. I I get it. There's normally a cartoon coming. 27 minutes from 10 past 10 before the movie started. 27 minutes. Now, do you know how hard? You don't mean. There was previews, ads, um, silence. Uh And then finally, finally, we were were get ready for it. No. And then, not a word, um, Dora the Explorer had a little pantomime skit before it to the point that Ella's like, are we watching Dora or are we watching Paw Patrol? And I'm like, anyway. So I I don't know if these people who program the advertisements, understand the concentration span of a (laughs) five-year-old, but it's It's limited. You're a small window. (laughs) Yeah. I would have needed a bathroom break in that time. Ella did very well, but, I mean, she had a feed up on couches. There was only one other family there, and their kids are saying, when's the movie going to start? And I'm like, this is getting all too hard. Anyway, we got the movie. I suffered through it. It was well. That's what you do as parents. You do that. But when I got home, it got the better of me. I wasn't going to go and... Have a crack at the poor kids who are working a part-time job on no, a Sunday at right. there. So, info at Limelight. So, yeah, I don't know where this has gone. And this <laughs> oh, is what I, it, so I wrote an email, email to them. Yeah. Are you okay. kidding? Before you start reading this, are you going to read this out? Yeah. Before you start, I want everybody out there listening to keep in mind that Dobbo has a tone problem. No, well. <laughs> I want everyone to, as he reads this, bear in mind that this man has a problem with the way he delivers it and the tone Yeah, but that uses. doesn't reflect what I feel. To whom it may concern. <laughs> oh, God. Already passive. <laughs> I am writing 
around an issue that happened today when I took my five-year-old daughter to the 1010 viewing of Port Patrol at Ipswich Limelight. I realise that you have to sell ads and tickets to be profitable, but 27 minutes of preview <laughs> ads and silence till the movie started was absolutely unacceptable. I don't know if you have kids, but a five-year-old only has a short attention span and getting them to sit in the movies for the whole movie is a big enough ask. So how about you save the cell for the adults and their movies and not kids and you'll see me back many more times. If not, I'll be buying it on Apple. I hope you understand where I'm coming from. Regards, Ben Dobbin. Like, I mean, where Not else? even a kind regards, just regards. Warmest regards. Oh, regards. Oh. Sorry, I just wrote regards. Oh, I'm yes. buying it on yeah. Apple. Yeah, well, why wouldn't I? I'm not going to put through that crap. Am I unreasonable here? No, I, no I 27 think, minutes I is too, too long. long. 27 minutes too is long. far I too long. I took Wendo's, my mum with me, and mum's like, when's this going to start? Too long for me, and yeah. I'm an adult. Paw Patrol. You need to promise us, though. Yeah. If there's a response to that email, there won't be. you bring it to this show. <laughs> well, I've said it, mate. Come back to me with something. Give me a free ticket. <laughs> this weekend. It's a big weekend. It's a huge weekend, Lisa Jones, because. I'm excited for you. Dobbo and myself are strapping on the Lycra, putting on the swim cap, and competing in the Noosa Triathlon. Well, for you, it's a very regular thing. Um, you've done close on 10 of them, is yeah, that right? Yeah, I think this is number nine. Yeah. You so, even spent your honeymoon there. <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah, actually. Yeah. The last time I competed was 2009. Um, and let me just tell you, it's been a long time between drinks. You've put and, a lot of kilometres into your legs, though, for this. In the last six to eight weeks, I've really tried to, but, like, I'm not the physique of Liam, so I'm a fraction nervous about how it's going to end up. Yeah, but, but Liam's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's all about completion for me. So for those who don't know what Noosa is, it's an Olympic distance, mm-hmm. 1,500 swim, 40K bike ride, 10K run. That's it. Next, this Sunday coming, we're all up there. Up at Noosa. And we're up at Noosa and we're getting it done. Getting um, amongst it. I, look, I, when you told me you were com- going to compete, yeah. I got nervous because... We know you've had some ticker issues. Yes. Well, let's not bring them up. Yeah. Uh, well, but I was genuinely thinking, I hope he trains and does enough to get ready for this. Yeah. I, with what Lisa has said, I have seen, I'm not feeling overly confident about your run. No. But what Lisa mentioned, I have seen the amount of work you have been putting in on the bike. Yeah. And what have you, I, you've got to have dropped at least eight kgs. Yeah, probably, I think seven and a half, eight kgs. Yeah. Like, and that's um, from that's because you've been putting in the work on the, the bike. Work. But I've done a lot of work on the bike, and I've done a bit of running, but nowhere near enough. But I'll get through the run, mm-hmm. and I can, and the swim I'm pretty right with. So that's all you need yeah, to do. Just get so yeah. I did my yeah. It's funny because I've had to learn how to train on my own. And I've had that guy Cam Hughes who's been helping me a lot um, from Cam Cycling. But I've I've got myself a tri suit, like because all the triathlons, Liam with the, I went and got a tri suit. Um, mm-hmm. Is it Sco? Scody, is that Scody, it? Scody, Scody, one of yeah, the two. Yeah, unbelievable. I look like a, there's a seal. I look like a big <laughs> seal in it, but I'm going to wear okay. it. Like, But on Saturday, I did like a test run. So I did swim, and then I did a 25 bike, then I did a 5K run. Just in to, the suit? In the suit, oh, just great. to test the suit out. And as I was transitioning at my car at Ipswich, because I used the Ipswich cycle track as my running and cycling, I looked, and there it was the hair glistening on my back in the sunlight. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, because it's a sleeveless sort of suit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've got the guns I'm, out. I've got, there's no guns, but I've got a hairy back and I've got a hairy shoulders and And you arms. didn't know it before. I never knew it before. Well, how often do I get my shirt off? Um, and then so, like, I'm lying in bed this morning after the Browns got beaten, the mongrels, and I'm talking to Am, and um, I said, oh, 
I, I, can you shave my back with some clippers or something? And she's like, no. Um, she said it'll just come back hairier. And then, it's a question you, know, you can only ask your significant yeah, other. And then, and then she's like, I said, well, what about veeding it? And she's like, no way, mate. She said, she doesn't you need want to, to do go, it. No, she said, you need to go off and get it waxed. Well, you she, know, I can do that. I'm a qualified a beautician. I pass my waxing course. You I can did wax. My, I did, yeah, I did beauty school. You How waxed any wax blokes? It? Yes. How long ago? I used to wax. Oh, a long time ago here in Brisbane. It used to be at Stones Corner. It's so much so the school doesn't exist there anymore. But <laughs> hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Have you waxed? I have. Yeah, I've waxed. Oh, blokes? not, not, not all the bits. How low? Below legs, the south of the border? Legs, yes, I've done legs, but nothing higher. No tackles. No bikini no, lines. Oh, no. <laughs> right. No, not bikini. No. no. You haven't done the... No, no B, S, and C. No, I have not done <laughs> no, the B, S, and C. The triple, the combo. Mm-mm, I haven't done the triple threat. Okay. I don't want any of that. I just need my back wax. I can do the back, not the other two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking for the other two. Just your shoulders. Just, oh, yeah. It okay. is inappropriate to ask Lisa to wax the other two on it. <laughs> so, that okay. Was... Person in need it. of waxing. Yeah, I can do it. Person qualified to give, wax. Give me the tools and I can do that. You've got to be race ready for the weekend. Can yeah. we do you make think this I should be getting There's the hair care, off my back? You need some care in there I, as well. I think how you look matters this weekend, Bubba. And <laughs> if I you think look good, feel good, feel you, good, good. good. you race good. Mm. So I think you, we need to fix up the, Actually, the shoulder area, the back area tomorrow. That'll get swim time down too because you'll be more hydrodynamic. All right. Tomorrow on the show, hmm? can we wax him? Yeah. Give me some feet. I'll do it. We're not getting. We're not doing beat. All, all right. right. Okay. okay. Well, are you, you, are you signing off on this? Yeah. Okay. If Lisa wants to wax my yeah. back, she can. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Right. Okay. Amity wouldn't do it, Look, but I will. Amity said no. Lisa said yes. Yeah. Let's make this happen. But are there men out there? Can we just get Dobbo? Give him a bit of support. Mm. One triple three five three. Blokes, have you waxed? Can well, you talk to our man about what's gonna, what he's going to go through? I've mm. been cycling with Ben Teo, and I noticed the hair on his legs had oh. vanished over the last couple of weeks. So I would suspect he would be a bloke All right. that waxes down. One triple three five three. Tomorrow, Dobbo gets waxed. Today, we need a bit of moral support. We need to talk about what you've... What you've had waxed? How often you get waxed? Are there waxed? blokes that wax their back? That's what I'd like to know because I don't know, yes. I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah, it would be. Let's find out. One triple three five three wax stories. <laughs> what did you wax on? <laughs> don't put him off before tomorrow, please. <laughs> Give us a good rush out, Triple F. And Jade from Burkdale. Uh, hello, how are you? Hi guys, how are you? All right. Should I be going through with this? You you should forget shaving and forget waxing and go get lasered. He's a bit light. His hair's too light on his white skin. Don't you need dark well, hair? Well, after a shave, that kind of occurs anyway, but they, they can do wonders with any coloured hair unless it's completely blonde. Jade, it's pretty, it's like grey, ha- isn't it? Jade. <laughs> I'd say it's blonde, at least. Oh, sorry, I wouldn't sorry. say it's grey. Mate, it's grey. Is- is- <laughs> Jade, how long does lasering take to take effect? Um, Bear in mind, we, we have really... a Noosa triathlon race this Sunday. No, no I get that. Look, uh, well, it, it'll still be the same as if he shaved, but after doing it two, three times, mm. it'll never it'll come back. fall out. Okay. All right. Thank right. you. Jay's provided another option. Mm. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry. Quickly, Jay, before we let you go, is, does lasering hurt? It feels no, like... No. Yeah. It, it, it's... Uh, Waxing is a torture session. No, 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 yeah. don't turn I'm like, why would you, why would you uh, take that option? Because Thank we you. like seeing him in pain, <laughs> Jade. That's why we do it. <laughs> Andy and Belmere. Have you uh, waxed? Wax on, wax off? 
Hey, yeah, I have my whole body once. Whole uh, body. And and I'm a fairly fairly hairy guy. Why it, would you uh, do that? What were you doing? I do not know. And we <laughs> ran out. We ran out of sheets, so I had to cut up a sheet, a white sheet, and. <laughs> And the patches were bigger than the sheets, and I tell you what, mate, the pain was absolutely intense. Don't tell oh, me this. Andy. Don't tell me, Sandy. Oh. You say you're, you're saying do not do it. Do not do it, Dobbo. Oh. You're crazy. Man. Yeah, man, thank was you. there any benefit you know? to it? Did you get anything out of it? Um, so I ended up getting ingrown hairs. All oh, over. Andy, no, no. <laughs> we're going to do everything to okay, not right have, right have right that. Okay, happen. thank you. You've said enough, Andy. No, thank we're going to exfoliate and make sure. Yeah. Simo from Rangbar, <laughs> how are you, mate? Dobbo, how are you, brother? Good, mate. Good. Talk do not do it. Right. <laughs> okay. Do not do it. I cannot. I don't care how tough you are, how brave you think you are, mate. Yeah. Do not do it. Right. You sound like you're speaking okay. from experience. Talk I, uh, why. I may or may not have taken the skin off the meat potatoes. <gasps> oh, no! No! Yeah, I did. I did. I took the skin off it. <laughs> yeah. Um, get yourself some nair, mate. Yeah. Nair. Yep. Cream, get your missus to rub it on, wait three minutes, jump in the shower with her. Yeah. And uh, do, it, do it when the kids are in bed, mate, and two birds, one stone, eh? Oh, oh, Simo! 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 I got twins, mate. Simo! I got twins, Simo, not twins. Oh. All right. Wow. Now, oh, out. I think you still go through it at Dolby Studio. I don't know. We're going to have a chat about it. I don't know. Do you oh, need oh. to do the meat, the potatoes? No. no. You don't need to do No, that. we don't. <laughs> Move on. There are only baby potatoes anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to comment. <laughs> Dave Reynolds joins us next. <laughs> Triple F. I was front and centre for this moment on the coast. It was an unbelievable victory, and the man himself, the winner of the GC500, joins us on the line. Dave Reynolds, welcome to the Rush Hour. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Dave, mate, I've actually seen you win a GC race before, and I've seen you scull out of a boot. (laughs) Why not anymore? Like, they were the great old days. Well, I I did that. I was true to my word, and I did a shoey on the podium. You know, it's only reserved reserved for the winner. Yeah, that's right. Do you get given a surfboard to win? Do you actually surf? Is it usable? (laughs) No, no, I'm from Melbourne. There's no surfing there. (laughs) You've got urban surf. You could try it there. Take it out there. I've I've actually done that once. It was a lot of fun, but um, no, I'm not a surfer, like. Imagine yeah. whipping out your first place board and be like, a, rocking up to Urban Surf, be like, <laughs> sit down, everybody well, else. Yeah, Sally Fitzgibbons there handing yeah, in the board. Dave, yeah. we need to talk about the podium. We'll talk about the drive as well because it was an amazing race. But the podium moment, I need to know, your average punter, if they pick up a fire extinguisher and hose it off for any other reason than a fire, there's a fine coming their way, yeah. There's a they're, they're in trouble. Were there any repercussions for you taking the fire extinguisher to the stage yesterday? Probably, but they haven't come through yet, so I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> like when you get done by a speed camera, you're kind of just like waiting and waiting, and hanging by your mailbox for a few weeks. So I'll find out if something comes. But honestly, that I thought that was going to go a lot different in my brain. Like I thought it was, I thought it was a CO2 one, yeah. and I was going to create this big white haze and come through it like Harry Houdini and stuff. It didn't end up like that. Mate, you've had success on the Gold Coast before. How special was yesterday's win? Yeah, it was extremely special. It's been five years since my last win. So it has been my biggest drought. It's it's honestly been that long. It feels like my first one again. 
Was the win all that much sweeter? Because you did have a few issues. You had, you know, breaks going everywhere and problems balancing and whatnot. Does that make it a whole lot sweeter when you go, I have been through all of this and I still won? Yeah, it really does. Like, my car was really good in the first two stints. Like, we talk about stints. Like, we break our 85 laps up into um, stints. So every time we come into the pits and go back out, that's called a stint. And the, the, the race is done in three stints. And my two, first two stints were amazing. Like, that's what sort of gave me the lead. But my last in, I don't know, we, we put some different tyres on and I don't think they were matched properly and the, the car was really imbalanced and really, really hard to drive and it wasn't my favourite part of the race, to be honest. Speaking of that final part of the race, the last lap in particular, I want to know, what is, what's the attitude? I mean, you take the win, you take the chequered flag, but the, what about the little love tap from Brody in those final few? It was right down to the final turn between the two of you and I just thought on the way round, what was it, the f- four turns to go or something, he gives you a little kiss on the bumper. Is that just yeah. part of racing or do you have a word with Brody afterwards about that? Oh, I was I was like cursing him. I wasn't very happy with that. You know, that's that's um not the best sort of style of racing I like to do, but you know, everyone plays at different tactics. So um I don't do that personally. I try not to do it anyway. Mm. And um yeah, I wasn't really happy with that to be honest. But that's just part of that's a part of racing. They're just trying to annoy you and like push you offline and it actually it actually destroys your tires quicker when they start pushing you around. Okay. That person becomes easy to pass. Okay, and from a personal perspective, obviously we're getting to the, the towards the end of this season. But the the news next year that you're headed to to Team Eighteen and a new yep. garage for you next year. Excited about the move? Yeah, very very excited. So I'm in the Ford camp currently, and I go to the the Camaro GM camp. So uh, it's going to be a completely different kettle of fish, and I'm really looking forward to working with a new bunch of guys. I'm going to be sad leaving this team because we've um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't speed through. Where that are one. you? Where are you that you're getting warning about a speed camera? Uh, what road is this? Um, we just left Bretton Wilds. Oh. <laughs> I love this that. Is great. Imagine if they put a speed camera on the Gold Coast 500. He's on the M1. Tickets. He's on the M1. He's just won the Gold Coast, and he's getting tested about there's a red light camera. I mean, seriously. It feels like we're witnessing the, the two opposites of Dave's life. Yesterday, he's on the podium with a surfboard spraying a fire extinguisher. Today, he's in the car with the family, screaming children, red light cameras. He's just one of us. Well, he's not wild. immune to it, is he? Like, you know, it doesn't get any worse. No, definitely not. I'm a very normal person. <laughs> Dave well, Reynolds, mate. you are a normal person. You're also the champion of the GC500 for 2023. Well done on the win, and good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Just about time for us to get out of here. I have just been told. I've been confirmed during the Talking Heads then that tomorrow we do in fact have one final spot on the guest list for the Triple M type of garage session at the Princess Theatre. Are we going to make people jump through hoops? And and the rest, fire, hoops, whatever, water, I don't know, haven't figured it out yet, sharks. We'll we'll make them jump through plenty because you don't want to miss this. Pete Murray Diesel and the Living End all on one stage. They could form a super group. We're on the stage too. We could form a super group. (laughs) Have we, has, Don't you has, need more than two people to be a super Yeah, group? you, me, and Diesel. Oh, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Diesel and the swimmers. What a shame I'm not going to be there. He's always a wanted a bat. Well, well, I mean, there was a request put in by Diesel that you not come not with be him. there. That's why I've Certainly. decided to go to the Australian <laughs> Meat Industry Council Awards night. <laughs>
Do we want to do a little... Have fun with that. <laughs> exactly. I am a bit bummed. Do we uh, want to do a little sports wrap-up? Yes. There was so much go, on this yeah, weekend. There was More heaps. And there's just so much so that you can't keep up with it. Mm. Brisbane Bullets on fire with the basketball. They beat the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers 90-87 to yesterday. But they also played on Friday where they beat the Wildcats. So two from two. They're sitting sixth on the ladder at the moment. But Nathan Sobey, oh, he so absolutely brained it yesterday. Three... Br- Three rebounds, two assists, 28 points. Killed it. He's 28 points. And on Friday, very similar. Got 17 points, but six rebounds, two assists. Just just Nathan Sobey is just the best. One of the good guys, too. I like Sobey. Yeah, really good guy. Good to see the bullets climbing up and up. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Can I just say, we talked about Eddie Jones at the top of the show with Lottie DeCary and and just the state of Australian rugby. But the Rugby World Cup final was won by South Africa. In case you missed it. Yeah, 12 points to 11. Yeah, they'd certainly do 95, 07, 19, and now the 2023 Rugby World Cup. I, I, I'm not even going to get to the fact that four penalty goals won the World Cup um, and that they yell, they red-carded the captain from New Zealand, um, uh, Sam Kane, which, which shouldn't have happened. But that's beside the point. I think the significant part of the Rugby World Cup is the pure joy and just what it means to South Africa to win this. Speaking and listening to the players post-match, it was more than just a rugby game for them. And when I see communities come together, that that is a third world country. There is a lot of trouble in mm-hmm. South Africa. And to see their captain um, speak just about the kids and trying to unite the country, mm. It, it's bigger than just a game. You know right? what South Africa loved doing this World Cup? Winning by one point. Yes. <laughs> they hey. did it so many games. Yeah. It's just a nail-biter all the way through. To, to quote the one and only Dom Toretto from Fast and the Furious, Lisa, it doesn't matter whether you win by an inch or a mile, winning is winning. That's yeah, exactly so, right. This, uh, bet you didn't think you'd get a Dom Toretto quote in this sports wrap-up. No, wrap up. and uh, even to remember the name. Yeah. Quickly, before we finish up, though, I can I throw out something for the sports wrap? Look. This Matilda's fire that started earlier this year at the FIFA Women's World Cup, um, it, it continues to rage. Over in Perth on the weekend, they played their second uh, Olympic qualifying after dispatching Iran 2-0 uh, on Thursday night last week. 8-0. Mm. They just absolutely put the Philippines to the sword. Yeah. Now, I know, Dobbo, you don't like it when... Aussie team beat up on the minnows. You didn't like it when the men beat the Netherlands in the Well, they were, suppo- World they Cup. were supposed to provide some resistance, mm-hmm. the Philippines. Well, not much of a resistance. Sam Kerr, hat-trick. Caitlin yeah. Ford, hat-trick. Uh, but the moment for me that Claire Wheeler scored her... This is uh, her, someone who didn't make uh, or didn't get to see any time during the FIFA Women's World Cup. She scored her first goal. It was an absolute worldie. And what's more... 59,000 people. Yeah, unreal. At Optus Stadium. Yeah. 59,000 people. Yep. So good, isn't it? This the, the momentum that this team built. Imagine if they win an Olympic gold medal. Oh, so good. Let's get to Paris. Let's hey. do it. Uh, we got to get out of here. Tomorrow on the show, that final chance for you to win your way to the Triple M Oztober Garrett session and the great wax off.
<laughs> the wax goes on, then the wax, the wax comes, comes off. off. So, so too does Dobbo's back hair. Yeah. Hey. You won't want to miss that, Liesl Jones. Ciao for now. Dobbo. Farewell, my neighbours. We'll see you hairless tomorrow at 4 p.m. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Weekdays from 4. Also on the Listener app.